basement windows to a full basement remodel and everything in between. It's time for the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show. Now, here's your host, big time Mike McGivern on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome to the Nary Home Improvement Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, my co-host this week. He is Randy Miller. He is the owner of All Right Home and Remodeling. Randy, how you doing? I'm doing great, Mike. How about yourself? I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. Yeah, we've got yeah. Uh, the owner of J&J Contractors on as well. we got a busy show today, so we're going to bring him on right from the jump. Jason Soprowski. Jason, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Good, man, I think we're doing well. Let me run down. I'm going to run down the show real quick because... Uh, Jason, I don't know the next time I'm going to have Jan, uh, and I've gotten a number of questions the last couple of weeks. Uh, segment two, we're going to talk about the downsides to open concept. Uh, friends of mine are going to be calling J&J contractors next week. They're going to remodel their, their home, the living area, and the kitchen. She wants an open concept. He does not. We're going to talk about uh, the downsides because she doesn't think there is any, and we'll talk about that in the, in the second segment. Third segment, um, with you two guys on, I wanted to talk about some of the common problems that we, we have on the outside, especially the roof in that area of our home in the wintertime. And then the last segment, Jason, we talked a lot about additions um, last week, and I got a couple of questions for you regarding additions to the home. Uh, first segment, look, we, we, start, we start talking about the Spring Home Improvement Show early, and the, the dates have changed from what we normally do. So May 21st, 22nd, 23rd, Randy, is a Spring Home Improvement Show out at State Fair Park. Um, happy with those dates? Um, absolutely. I mean, uh, we're just happy at the fact that we're able to end up doing a show that's going to end up being in the location that we're used to being in. And the size and the volume and everything, that in, and obviously the time and the effort that goes into it, but the facility as everybody knows and mike you're also on the committee so uh you know you know it's been a real challenge to get a show going we were able to do the fall show it was very much a success but but very much smaller venue in comparison to what we're used to so it's exciting to know that things are starting to move back into the direction of being able to be in person and do things like we want to do and have done for 60 years um, yeah. with Nary. So uh, proud and happy of that. Yeah, I agree. And I'm actually, I, and Jason, I'm excited about the dates. I think it, I think by, by moving it to May 21st, 22nd, 23rd this year, it gives a, a, an advantage, I think, for us that there's not going to be any Packer playoff games. There's not going to be any um, issues with, with, I don't think, uh, any big playoff or events, I, I think May 21st, 22nd, 23rd, people will, you know, the spring is going to hit. I think we're going to have a late um, winter. That's my feeling because it's it started late. And so that's going to be a great time for people to come out and start talking about what they want to get done, you know, maybe uh, the second half of 2021 or the first half of 2022. Jason? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about no, Jason, I'm coming to you, man. I'm coming to you. So I like I like the dates. I love the dates. I couldn't be happier with the dates. I think they're great. 
Hey, well, Randy, I thought Jason, I thought Jason fell asleep on us, Randy. <laughs> I thought that's exactly what happened. <laughs> Man, I, I thought he was like sitting at the end of his uh, seat, every word I, I, I speak, but I don't think that's the case. Hey, Jason, you and you, you are so um, uh, part of what Nary does. And, and like Randy said, I'm, I'm on that committee, but certainly you guys that are on the board understand how important um, the work that Michelle and, and Diane have done, uh, especially, you know, the fall show and to set that template for what we can do in the spring show, Jason. Oh, 100%. Michelle just knocks it out of the park every year and, and just even proves what she did with the fall show and, and Diane and the rest of the staff at Nary. You know, it's interesting to be on that, that committee because, you know, she will throw and she did this um, this week. All of a sudden, we're starting to kind of wind down. And she said, you know, hey, I had one idea. What do you guys think of this? And it was a really, really good idea. And she said, just give it some thought. And, and you know, the next uh, the next meeting, you know, give me your ideas on whether you think that's a good idea or not. And I just sent her a text. I said, that's a brilliant idea. And it was almost a throwaway line for her, Randy. And, you know, she's constantly working on how to make things better and, and, and not only for the NERI members, but for the consumers. Well, I mean, that's the only way you can end up having a consumer show to be successful for as long as it has is coming up with fresh new ideas. And that committee, and along with obviously the leadership from Michelle and Diane and everyone else that ends up being involved with that show, just does such a good job of making sure that it's not getting stale, you know, all different things and making sure that the interviews are good and that uh, any speakers that we're able to have, I mean, I don't know if it's going to end up being our typical normal show of years in the past, but I know that, you know, they're up to the challenges of making it work and adapting to whatever changes need to be made. Yeah, and there are going to be some tweaks, but I think they're they're good tweaks. And and if you uh, if you want more information on it, go to nerymilwaukee.org, and you can take a look at you know number of the the Nary members that have already signed up. If you're a Nary member that hasn't, um, I would do that sooner than later because I know that they're getting starting to get a little bit tight. You want to make sure that you get your spot. Um, it's a great place to be if if you're a Nary member that has not been part of this before. I would I would highly recommend and encourage you to look into it and be part of it. I know uh, two years ago there were a couple of Nary members that have not been involved, and it was the Spring Show uh, two years ago, and both of these guys said, "Look, I'll never not be in one of these shows again." The amount of people and the amount of leads and the amount of Nary members that I hung out with that I haven't met before, and the consumers that stopped by to introduce themselves and ask me uh, questions. I've gotten a ton of leads and a lot of appointments and some really quality leads of people that are, are looking to do work, you know, as soon as possible. So if you're a NERI member that has not been part of one of these shows, I would recommend you do that. Again, that's May 21st, 22nd and 23rd at State Fair Park. Hey, guys, the rest of the uh, rest of the segment, it's really interesting because Randy and I talked for a while yesterday about some things, Jason, and a lot of what we talked about was you know how great it is and some of the difficulties of owning a family-owned company. And you guys both do that. It's very similar um, with with your companies. And, and Jason, I'm going to start with you. 
you know, there are some real positives, obviously, of working with 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 your dad and 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 your mom and family members um, at J and J Contractors, and it's really a family over there. That that uh, the people that work there, whether they're blood relatives or not, they're all part of the family. And I, I'm wondering, with with that part of it, there are some difficulties, you know, working with with family members day in and day out. I have it pretty good. I'm going to be honest, but yes, there there definitely can be um, some issues. I know, like my brother works here. One that's my mom, my brother, my brother-in-law, my wife, um, and then my dad used to. And me and my dad were like amazing. There there was never anything there whatsoever, but. My brother, I think, once in a while, can I'll ask him to do something. He just looks at me like, "Who do you think I am?" You know. Um, so yeah, stuff can happen <laughs> once in a while. Hey, Jason, do you, do you, um, and and one of the things Randy and I talked about. I'm a big fan of Randy's son Jordan. I think he's just a really fine young man, and Thanks, we Mark. talked about timing and and him preparing Jordan to one day take over the company. And I'm wondering, did you and your dad have those conversations? And and were you ready to, to, to step in and take the company over when you did? So I feel with my position, I just started kind of little by little taking it over. And he was okay with that. And he just little by little kept stepping out. Um, and then you know the story that happened three and a half, four yeah. years ago, but kind of just got through. I mean, it's like, okay, now it's yours. Now, now it's yours. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because, Randy, you, you have those conversations with Jordan. Do you see that that he is um, starting to slowly take more on to make sure that he's ready whenever that day is? Well, I mean, I'm sure Jason can appreciate this and understands this. It does take a lot to end up actually having that transition to being the owner, right? Oh, yeah, there's, For sure. there's a lot more that ends up going on to your shoulders that you don't realize initially of what it, it is and what you have to do and the impacts and the effects that it ends up doing. Jordan right now is actually starting to appreciate and see that. And I'm sure, you know, it probably puts a smile on your face going, <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> it does take time. It is something that with every adventure or challenge that you end up coming up with, or even the positives that end up going on, it, it takes a lot to learn to develop yourself as a leader. You don't just end up falling into that. And that respect that you end up getting internally within your team as well is something that just takes time. Yeah, he is uh, Randy Miller. He's my co-host today, All Right Home Remodeling. Our special guest is Jason Sabrowski. He's the owner of J&J Contractors. And, boys, when I told Terry, who was on the Nary show, she said, two of my favorite guys, please say hi to them for me. Well, wait, so, what about you? Doesn't I, I am not. No, I, man, I, come on now. I am her total favorite guy. You guys are somewhere down level three, level four, something like that. Uh, but understand that, you know, we've had Randy – do a bunch of work at our house. We've had Jason do a tremendous amount of work at our house, and uh, we recommend these guys all the time. All right, home remodeling, JJ Contractors, uh, JJ Contractors LLC.com is where you're going to want to go if you wanted to see more about uh, what what Jason and his his crew uh, what they do over at uh, JJ Contractors. Hey, um, we're going to really dig into this open concept um, part. 
uh, Jason, this a couple of friend of mine, um, Andy and his partner are are going back and forth whether they they're going to definitely do a remodel, and she definitely wants an open concept. And he's shaking his head, and she's like, "There's no downside." And he said, "There's a lot of downside." And she said, "Well, why doesn't anybody ever talk about that? Because all these shows I watch, you know, everybody is just so happy with the 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 finished product." And there are some downsides to that open concept. Do you get asked about that like constantly whenever somebody's looking to do a remodel nowadays? I really actually don't. It used to be a thing, I would say, like six, seven years ago because people worried about um, people not wanting open concepts anymore. So they were thinking about the future. But since it's still just so heavily open concept, um, people really aren't even asking that question anymore No. They're not asking if there's any downside? No, not at all. Really? Do you do, do you believe that there's downside to it? I don't. Well, this is segment two. I'm going to challenge you on that because I do. <laughs> I, I do. Randy, what's your feeling on that? You know, open concept. I mean, the family lifestyle these days are so much different. And in the last, what? seven, eight months, it's even become more of a difference in comparison. Now you've got to end up having different spaces for, you know, your kids to end up doing schooling right now. But that I'm hoping is just going to be a temporary thing. And I'm sure that's where Jason is coming from because prior to COVID, everything was about open concept. Everything was about making sure that it was, an area, common areas for everybody to be able to see and, you know, be able to work in the kitchen, but yet still be able to have your guests in the living room. There's more and more still of new home styles that are, are doing more of the open concept. Um, hey, but yeah, it's, it's not necessarily for everybody though. Hey, hey, Randy, don't you think it's funny that I'm going to challenge Jason Zorowski, the owner of JJ contractors on this? I, I can't who, wait to hear what you're going to end up bringing yeah, yeah, forward yeah. and how you know what if squashing if, that. If you could put a bet <laughs> on Vegas, who do you think wins this argument? Um. Anyway, we're going to get to a break. You know exactly where Randy would put his dollar. We're going to talk about the pros and cons and the downside of over concept. And after I win that uh, that battle with Jason, uh, we're going to talk about some outdoor problems that we have with our roof. And some other problems that we have on the outside of our house in the wintertime. And then I have some questions for Jason regarding additions because they, J&J Contractors is doing a lot of that now. And it's uh, it's kind of a big, big part of his business because they're really good at it. And so he's been getting asked a lot to do that. And I've got some questions for him. Uh, that's the fourth segment. My uh, co-host this week is Randy Miller, All Right Home Remodeling and s and Insulation. Jason Zabrowski, owner of JJ Contractors, go to jjcontractorsllc.com. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. My co-host is Randy Miller, All Right Home Remodeling. And our special guest, Jason Dabrowski, owner of J&J Contractors, JJContractorsLLC.com. So my buddy Andy and his partner are planning on a big remodel, and one really wants the open concept, and Andy does not. 
So I, I think there's some downsides to open concepts. And Jason said, no, I don't think there are. I, I, a couple that I come right to mind for me, Jason, I grew up in a family with, there were six kids and there's 100% Irish and, and my mom boiled food all the time. And when she boiled sauerkraut, the smell in the kitchen was unbelievable. It, it stayed in there for two days. And with the open concept, that aroma, that smell is going to be throughout the entire first floor for two days, correct? No, because we'll put a really good exhaust fan in and we'll suck <laughs> it all out and put it outside for your neighbors to smell for you. So, so open concept over the years with fans. Open concept, then we're gonna we're gonna tick off our neighbors. So that's a downside of open concept. Then no, they're gonna love you. No, are they? Hey, how about, all right, step two, how about privacy? When, when if you want to have a conversation with one of your kids and it's in the kitchen and nobody, you're going to have to yell at the kid in front of neighbors or family, you can do that. With this, everybody gets to hear and see all of it. So when I have an issue with one of my kids, I usually take them into one of the bedrooms and sit down with them and have a nice talk with them. That's something I would they do just standing in the kitchen because then but well that's that's (laughs) now that's you not me i want to take care of it immediately let's take care of this right now we're not going anywhere so step number one i think the the at at least back in the old days you know because i'm an old guy my mom would boil it and that that smell of sauerkraut would be everywhere now it's going to be throughout the whole floor, the whole first floor, in my view. Two, there's no privacy. The privacy is is gone. How about if you're not the um, you're, you're not the cleanest and you have a lot of clutter within your kitchen, and to be able to have that wall up so that when your guests come and just stay in the living room, they don't have to see that part of it. Yep. So I would say two of the cons, two open concepts are exactly what you said, mess and being cluttered, and the other one is noise, but we'll go to the mess, but clean your house. Because noise noise travels, so that was (laughs) going to be my next one. (laughs) Clean your house. Hey, Randy, who do you think's winning so far? Uh, Mike, I think he's actually had counterpoints for everything that you brought up. But he just got done saying, hold on. He just got done saying, okay, you're right. There are two issues with open concept. I think I'm swaying him over to my side. I don't think Jason and JJ contractors, somebody says I want an open concept. He might have to tell him some of these downsides. Jason, the only, the only thing that I can end up asking about, though, is if a home is not originally, the bones weren't designed for an open concept home, is it going to add a lot of cost on to uh, adjust those walls? especially if you're talking about a load-bearing walls? Yep, so definitely. And I had a couple in yesterday, and they have a two-story house, and there's heat runs, it's load-bearing, there's electrical going through, and, yeah, it can cost fifteen dollars to $20,000 to take that wall down and reroute HVAC stacks, the electrical headers by the time you do everything, yes. Anything is feasible, though, right? Anything is doable, though, yes. You know, hey, let me. Kind of cool. Hey, Jason, if if people are worried about, um, you know, energy costs and utility costs, 
by taking down those walls, making everything an open concept, does that does that help the cost of your heat and, and cooling or does that make it more expensive, you think? I honestly actually couldn't even answer that question. I would think it would be a neutral cost because you're still heating the same space. Well, the only thing, though, that I can end up adding to that is potentially you're not going to have those crevices or corners that may end up being colder if it's an open concept because the fan can circulate air a lot easier if it's one large room. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, that actually does Yep. Yeah, guys, you know what's really funny is I love the idea of the open concept. I'm just doing this to argue with Jason <laughs> to see if I can beat him in argument. The other thing, Jason, as you you and Randy both know, my wife and I are big art people. We have these wait, beautiful wait, pictures. Wait, 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 wait. Your we have these beautiful. We have these beautiful pictures, very expensive uh, pictures, all over the, these walls that we have. Where do we put those pictures? Because there certainly is going to be less wall space, correct? Is this like a total setup? One hundred percent, one hundred percent setup. No, you know what? There really is. A, my buddy Andy really does not want to do the open concept, and his partner does. And so he goes, "Look, I I don't even know how to argue this point." Because anytime you watch everything on TV, everything is rosy and open concept. He said there are some downsides to this, correct? I go, there are. And you and, and I'll take your side on this with Jason on Saturday. Um, however, to be honest with you, I love the idea of the open concept. I, I do. I think, you know, if, especially if you like spending more time with your family, that's the way to do it. Um, but the idea of having less wall space to hang this beautiful artwork that we have here at the McGivern Ranch, um, that, that certainly is one part that people have to think about when they're, they're doing the open concept, correct? 100%, yes. You're definitely going to have less walls to be hanging pictures on. Hey, question, question that, that, that he had also. They, they were thinking about um, they're going to stay in this house. And we're going to talk about additions in the fourth segment. But his idea was instead of doing the open concept, let's do a smaller um, remodel and add an addition because they need a little bit more space. And that his partner thinks by doing the open concept, it's going to feel like they have more space. But his idea, he said, look, I think we could dollar wise maybe put on a smaller addition and not do such a big major remodel. And I know that you're going to have to see their house, Jason, to walk to do a walkthrough. But if people are thinking that way, look, we need more space. And instead of having this fight about this open concept, if we do an addition and they have a lot of room in the back of their house to be able to do that, and they're not looking for a big major, they just need maybe an office space. And that would really kind of cure all the, the, the problems that they're having at this point. Yeah, that makes sense. Dollar-wise? Can I give you a couple pros since we kind of just talked about some negatives? <laughs> you know, we have to get to a break. No, I'm only kidding, Jason. Yes, please <laughs> give us the pros. All right. Give me a minute here. So in open concept, you have sight lines, right? You can almost see everywhere. So whether if you tear down a couple rooms, you'd be able to see kitchen, living room, dining room, whatever is all open. You have young kids in there. You're able to see your kids. You have friends over, you're able to see your friends. Um, you're in the kitchen cooking, your friends in the living room. 
not an open concept. You can't, it's hard to, you know, have those conversations. So with open concept, you can kind of see everybody, talk to everybody. Um, so it's great for sight lines. It's great for entertaining. Uh, the next thing that's a huge thing, natural light. You take down that wall, you're getting light from all different windows. So that's huge also, uh, the natural light. I mean, I almost feel like there's so many more positives to an open concept than there could be negatives. I agree with you 100%, Jason. Can you, tell, you know, I just like getting in arguments. That's all. And and I can tell you that that Andy really his his thought is, look, if if we if if we can just expand, if we can have this addition and what we'll do then is is we don't need to have a big wall there. We can have this addition to add it on, we can redo some of the things that his partner is hoping that they can redo without having to take down the walls. But I agree with his partner, to be honest with you, because they got a beautiful home, and, and, and I think you'll get out here in the next couple of weeks to see it. Um, it's a beautiful home, and I think the open concept will work really well with them. But I, I told him that I would challenge you a little bit and see if he, if he can learn a few points that he can use in the argument that they're having. I don't know if... That, and you know what? The only pictures that Andy has on his wall right now are like, you know, Paul Molitor and, and Brett Favre pictures. So I don't think uh, I don't think that whole art thing that I went with in the McGivern Ranch was a, was a very good one. But there is some less wall space. And, and that's probably the only the only point that he's going to be able to take out of this. And I agree with you. I, I think the the best part for them would be to do this and have the open concept and be able to have family have family at their house quite a bit. And it, uh, it just makes sense to me. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break. No arguments come in the next, argue, the next segment for sure. We're going to talk about some of the common problems that we have here in Wisconsin uh, during the colder months. And, and we haven't gotten hit with a bunch of snow, but we're going to get it from what I understand tonight and tomorrow. And so let's talk to two guys that are definitely experts with that. My co-host is Randy Miller, All Red Home Remodeling, our special guest. And I want to thank him for, for taking the month of January. It's been great talking to people from JJ Contractors all month. JJContractorsLLC.com. He is Jason Zabrowski. He's the owner of JJ Contractors. Phone number 414-423-9200. 423-9200. 6600-SCHOOLWAY in Greendale. Uh, t- if, look, make an appointment and just go see their new office space. That would be worth it. It's just a beautiful office, and I think you get a great feel for the kind of work that J&J Contractors does at that office. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. My co-host is Randy Miller, All Right Home Remodeling, and I believe our special guest is still with us. Hopefully we didn't tick him off, J&J Contractors <laughs> owner, Jason Zabrowski. Jason, you still there? I actually fell asleep, but Randy yeah, me up. Man, no, you were, You know what? You felt bad that you got, you got, no, you didn't get beat in the debate, please. Hey, before we get into the, to the problems that, that we're going to face here soon, and it's winter, it's really cold, but we haven't had a ton of snow. Um... Randy, there's a uh, an award banquet coming up on February 19th for for Nary, correct? Uh, there is an award there is an award ceremony coming up. Yep, February 19th, the uh, Remodeler of the Year awards. 
those that have submitted awards were judged here locally by experts and uh, then there's also some achievement awards as well and that'll all end up happening on that 19th so we'll see those awards um, plus I would think that the award-winning projects will probably be on display at the uh, show. Yeah, I bet. Jason, do you have some? Um, do you have some projects that are up for awards? We do. We have um, four or five. Um, I'm actually really excited to uh, see what happens. They're some really awesome projects, so looking forward to it. Hey, the guest that we had on last week is her project up for an award. Um, no, so we actually won a gold award for her last year. For the year, oh, that's right, because that was going to be the that was going to be the home where we did the soiree, I think, correct? Correct. Yeah, yeah. man, I am. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to reach out. I'm going to reach out to her. Uh, I was going to do it this week, but the week got away from me, and we're going to do some. Um, we're going to do some some uh, commercial for JJ Contractors. She just what a what a great ambassador for you and your family and, and your company for sure. Hey, Jason, this time of year, um, a lot of people that when I drive around now, I look at roofs and I look at, you know, ice, you know, icicles and I look at things now that, you know, I never used to do until I started doing this show. But can we talk about some real common problems that a roof face um, in the colder months, especially here in Wisconsin? What, what's the number one issue that you see? Um, oh, boy. So it's usually ice damming, but. The last few years have been so mild um, as far as the amount of snowfall we're getting and then the melt-off that that's not been as bad. Um, but, I mean, quite a few years ago, we used to sh- send crews out. We had two crews that were just shoveling roofs, like, every day wow. for, like, weeks on because the ice damming was so bad and there's so much snow on the roofs. Um, I haven't had to do that in the last few years, though. But um, But there's still definitely some... You know, some houses are having it in, in certain issues in certain areas. Um, so I would say that would probably be the biggest thing. And then the other thing that's happening, in, and Randy, I'm sure, has the same thing. But once it gets real cold, you get those really cold days, people start calling for windows because they're like, I never realized how bad my windows are leaking. Um, so we start getting more calls for windows replacement. Hey, Randy, would you would you agree um, with, with that? The other part that uh, I, I look because I, I don't get them nearly as much as I used to. And, and, and I'll tell you why uh, a little bit later in this segment. But the icicles that that you see um, when you're I'm sure when when both of you guys are driving through your neighborhood or going to appointments, you notice that more than most. But now I start to notice it, too. And, you know. When you're a kid, icicles look pretty cool, but but that's a bad sign, correct? Well, I mean, it definitely can be. It's a causing that there is heat loss, causing it to end up melting. And if there's also not good ventilation that's going on in the attic, yeah, that snow is going to end up melting down and freezing towards the bottom edge close to the gutters because the gutters will end up being a metal and forcing it to be colder again. So, yeah, it'll end up causing those icicles to form. Jason's right. I mean, as far as with homes and wanting to make them more energy efficient um, has has changed over the years. And it's amazing how, with the window technology as well, how they've become more efficient and better 
at making a home more airtight and uh, more efficient all the way around. Um, but yeah, heat loss from the roost, we're still seeing quite a bit of it. What's kind of interesting is being in the trades, when you can actually end up seeing rafter lines when there's just that very fine amount of ice or snow or crystallizing that's on the roof, it's kind of interesting to see the homes that have that heat loss through those areas. And I'm sure Jason picks up on that all the time. I do. I do, yeah. You know? Yeah. So. You- you guys don't you, when you go out for just a, a nice drive in the winter to see how pretty it is. You, none of that happens because you got. I would assume that you're looking at at the homes in whatever neighborhood you're in, um, and and you can see all the problems that some of these homes may be having or they're going to have soon. Jason, do you do you uh, believe in that snow rake? I I uh, I have one and I've gotten much better at making sure that if we get some snow. And I don't do it real hard. I, I was told on this show, you know, don't go right down to the roof, but you want to get some of that roof off if you can, or some of that snow off the roof if you can, correct? So that is hit or miss. So if you can get almost all the snow off your roof with your snow rake, which on your house you probably could because the pitch of it, your roof is pretty right. steep, and plus it's, you know, your snow rakes are usually 20 feet, so I think you could get close. But it's just if you do snow rake, there's been issues where, people take off the first six, eight feet of snow. So what ends up actually happening, and I've seen on houses, is if it gets real cold and and warm and cold and warm, they actually start getting ice damming six feet, eight feet up the rough line, where then at that point you don't even have the ice and water shield anymore, and it starts leaking in your middle of the house instead of at the wall. Um, So I've seen that happen quite a bit because people don't take off enough snow. Oh, boy. So if if So it's important to take off as much as you can yeah and and if that starts to happen yeah, and that hasn't happened here yet but i've got a feeling now that you talked about it on the show tonight and tomorrow when it snows that's what's i'll be calling you going jason really i i you know we i i challenged you in the second segment and now this is happening to my house because that's the way things happen here at the mcgivern house um is there anything that we can as consumers do i mean i guess if if to get on a ladder with that snow rake is a little bit uh, difficult yeah so they usually make extensions that usually you can get those things up even higher okay yeah, yeah, I so think that's that, what I tell people. Take as much as you can off. Hey, when um, when you see ice damming and, and you see some of that, how much is caused by people not cleaning out their gutters or having gutter guards correctly? That's another huge issue. Oh my gosh! When I used to, and I used to shovel off roofs when it got bad for people to try to help them when it was leaking, and I'd shovel off and I'd see their gutters and it's packed with leaves. And I'm like, well, if any water's even getting off, it can't even drain anyhow. And it was just solid ice blocks mixed in with all leaves. And I'm just like, you got to clean your gutters. <laughs> so having a really good gutter guard can help big time. And you guys, J&J Contractors, you guys offer those, correct? We do, and I know Randy does too. I mean, yeah. putting a, a good gutter guard on is very important. Hey, how um, do, do you do roofs uh, 12 months a year? And, and obviously this time of year... It, it might be hit or miss. I don't know. But at J&J Contractors, are you, are you guys sending uh, crews out for t- uh, 12 months or do you take certain months off? Nope. So we work year-round. Um, the only time we won't go out and shingle is if it's a below 20 degrees because then the shingles are just too cold. 
and the nails just don't penetrate it properly. You remember those days? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> I was actually talking to someone about it the other day. Kind of Randy, did, a little bit. Randy, do you you remember those days? As far as actually being on a roof and doing yeah. the work and helping with that? Yeah. Um, I can't say that I really do. Have I well, assisted? You, yeah. But that's I came what I'm from talking. the business side of the business and learned through my my staff, my uncle, my crew. So, um, yeah, more so. You guys, are, you guys are 12 months a year uh, as well, correct? We are. And, and it's, I mean, to Jason's statement, it's at 20 degrees, it seems like the nailing guns don't seem to end up working quite as well. Your crew doesn't want to end up working quite as, as hard. Your, but above that um, seems to be a good enough threshold. And the new technology of the shingles themselves, they're holding a lot better before that seal down. So it's really a non-issue. And this way we can end up taking customers and Jason can do the same thing. J&J can end up taking care of customers that are in need in not the ideal time of the year to actually get a roof done. But Hey, J- Jason, what's, it, what's the busiest time of the year for, for you with, with, with roofs? Um, it's during the summer because everyone has in their head that it has to be done during the summer. Um, so it really is summertime. But here's the thing. Like my personal houses, I've usually always roof them in the wintertime. And the reason I do is I actually would rather not have my roof put on when it's 90 degrees out. I think it's actually better to do it at this time because the shingles can get marred up. And um, I mean, the guys are careful. They usually bring hoses up on the roof and they water down the roofs while they're roofing. Um, and we have those in the trailer. So that way we're not using the customer's hoses. But um, <laughs> there's downfalls anytime if you really want to get into it. But if people if people know that they've been in their home 20 25 years or they bought a home that that the roof is 20 or 25 years old they they need to probably be proactive and have JJ contractors come out come springtime to at least take a look at it and see what kind of shape it's in i agree so roofing is like the number one most important thing on your house it protects your whole entire house and so I tell people anywhere between um, 18 and 22 years, and you're, you're right there with what you were saying, that's when you start thinking about replacing it. Um, if you have granule loss in your gutters or you're seeing it where your downspouts are washing that out, call somebody and get the roof replaced. It does yeah. not make sense to, oh, let me get another year or two, you know, and just yeah. get it done. Yeah, I can't believe that anybody wouldn't be proactive and, I don't know, get like have water coming in their kitchen or anything like that. How dare those people? I can't think of anybody. Yeah, I can't. I just can't think how foolish somebody must be. Oh, boy. Must have been waiting just a hair too long. Yeah, I thought I could get five more years. Oh, boy. And the whole, like, I could could see the blue sky through that thing. That's how long we waited. Guys, we got to get to a break. Other side of the break... Got a couple of questions. Um, JJ Contractors and, and Jason and I have had this discussion. They have uh, gotten a lot of phone calls about additions. And it's because they've gotten really good at it. And the people that they've done the additions for, you know, are getting up on the mountaintop saying, this is exactly what I had hoped for um, within my budget. And so now he's starting to, to get a number of calls in that space. And I've got a couple of questions for him 
regarding additions. He is Jason Zabrowski. He's the owner of J&J Contractors. Phone number is 414-406-3589. No, no, four, no, no, 414-423-9200. Sorry about that, Jason. 423-9200 is the number you want to call. J&J Contractors, LLC, or stop at their, their new office. And uh, it's absolutely gorgeous. 6600 School Way in Greendale. He's a big part of that Greendale community. If you're a part of the Greendale community, you know about JJ Contractors because they, they really, um, they have the servant leadership heart about the company. It's part of their mission statement. And they, uh, they love the Greendale area. We'll continue our conversation with him on the other side. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. <laughs> Welcome back to the Dairy Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGiver, my co-host this week is Randy Miller from All Right Home and Remodeling. Our special guest, Jason Zabrowski, owner of J&J Contractor. Hey, Jason, um, the idea with, with additions, I think, you know, with, with what Randy talked about early in the show, that we're home so much more and we're realizing that maybe the space doesn't work, but we don't want to, you know, leave the neighborhood and the school systems that we're in. Um, you're getting a lot more questions and people thinking about doing an addition or an extension onto their home. 100%. We are doing um, home office additions. We're actually doing more living space bedrooms, and then they're using them as offices. So that way, you know, when they go to sell the house or they don't need that space, then it's something that can be used. But um, even this week, I met with some customers who told me that their company already told them that they're home for the, you know, for as long as they can tell right now. So they're thinking maybe it could even be a few more years, which is, seems crazy to me. But, um, but yeah, it's a lot. A lot of people are being told, "Hey, you're you're working from home now, so people need places to go." Hey, so what? So you talked about the office space, and and are you are you being asked to look to go more out or up? And we are going homes- out, out, out. And up. So yesterday has that one where we're going up. So she has a small little Cape Cod, and we're actually putting two big dormers on either side, and we're doing two additional bedrooms and a bathroom going up actually for her. Um, mm. So up, up, and out. It, it, do you? I guess, but either either way for you works. And and the interesting part is, um, you handle all of the the permits. You handle all of that. People don't have to worry about, you know, am I able to do this? in the community that I live in. You, you'll find that out for them? We will, 100%. And I will, I'll even say this. Most NERI contractors are going to do the same thing. And that's why we always talk, NERI, is if you want to do an addition or a roof, you've got to look for a NERI contractor because they're going to handle the drawings for you. They're going to handle going to the city or the village for you and getting it approved and then applying for the application for the permit and just taking it all the way through. They're going to make sure it's done the right way for you. Hey, Jason question for you from yes another perspective i i don't obviously do additions but i do know how material costs seem to be varying just so greatly especially this last year coming into this year how are you handling that situation as far as with your customers how are you communicating you know those potential change orders and how to put their minds at ease with anything like that of you know potential upcharges so, unfortunately, in my situation, 
once I give somebody a price, I try to do anything possible to make that be the price. So sure. we end up eating those prices. Um, but I'm just really constantly watching, so I'm not eating it, you know, as much as possible. Well, um, from a positive end, of, though, from that, I mean, from what you're saying, is you're a man of your word. And, Correct. you know, homeowners need to end up seeing that as a positive thing as well of, look, your price is your price, and we're happy to end up stating that, even though it may end up affecting our bottom line. So kudos to you guys for actually holding it, because that can be really tough to try and have those conversations, I'm sure. It can be, especially with what's happening, and you're in the, you're in the same you know market as me with everything. Like We're getting letters all the time, like, Windows are going up, roofing is going up, siding is going up. Like, it's crazy. And it's almost like you can't even stay on top of, for me, all these letters I'm getting of price increases all the time. It's just crazy. And well, he is, it's also encouragement to end up talking homeowners into doing something maybe a little sooner than they were planning. I agree. But I agree it 100%. saves them money. So that's a plus. 100%. If you want to meet these two guys at uh, 2020 Spring Home Improvement Show, you don't have to wait until May to do that. You can certainly go to jjcontractorsllc.com and set up the appointment with Jason. And, and he understands people that are comfortable to come to their office space, come on over. If they're not, uh, they have certainly figured ways to do this uh, either virtually or he can come out by you or how, whatever you're most comfortable in, but he can answer any of the questions. He certainly, uh, you know, he'll, he'll tell you everything he knows about open concepts. He, if you go back and listen to that second segment, he may have whooped me on that one. Um, but the additions that, that they're doing, and certainly this time of year, any questions that you have regarding your roof, um, ice damming, things like that, uh, he would be a great guy to talk to. Certainly, Randy is really, uh, that's his business as well. Uh, J&J Contractors, again, they're located in Greendale, 414-423-9200. Guys, thanks a lot. And again, I look forward to that Spring Home Improvement Show on the 21st, 22nd, 23rd of May. You can go to narymilwaukee.org for more information. Randy, have a good weekend. Jason, any uh, prediction on that Packer game? Oh, my goodness. They better win. <laughs> I'm hoping. I'm really hoping. I, th- I Boys, think they got it. I think they got it for sure. I really do. I, man, I hope so. Could You know what? It would be rough uh, around this house. My wife, obviously, a big Packer fan. Guys, thanks a lot. This is the Nary yeah, Milwaukee Home so Improvement Show on 1250 AM, The Fan.